Hello and welcome to Everyday People. My name is Vaibhav. Thank you so much for listening. Today's episode is with a artist known as Cop, and she will introduce herself shortly. Uh, please note that this is one of two legacy episodes I have, meaning that there is no video for this. So there's a nice little visualizer if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening on Spotify, then it doesn't matter at all. Anyway, thank you so much for taking the time to click on this episode and enjoy. Welcome, Krupa. Okay. to the show my first question always to my guest is who are you what do you do and what is your current side project hi thank you for like giving me this opportunity to have this conversation with you so i am krupa i my artist name is cop and uh, right now currently i am a full time illustrator working for jupiter money Mm-hmm. and i'm a visual artist as well so i have like other side projects going on where i do illustrations and paintings and basically uh do explorative and as well as experiential art mm-hmm. yep and i'm currently living in bangalore amazing That so so you know the moment somebody hears full time artist there are certain stereotypes that come in whether the, whether the person can make money whether they're you know good enough or uh, whether they're like scamming people or like a hundred different stigmas come with creative uh, professions i myself am a writer so like in the freelance writer market i've seen talk to me a little bit about what your experience has been like working freelance versus working full time um so for me a full time job was a necessity mm-hmm. so i knew like if i go full time into freelancing i would it would take me a while to you know get the momentum going get my clients steady and like start getting a salary like well paid uh, salary every single month mm. so like when i say uh, a job was a necessity it was because of the financial needs um and responsibilities so like uh, yeah i just opted for um you know for a full time job mm-hmm. plus now i have the liberty and also the capital to work on free selected freelance projects that i personally resonate with mm. so that is a plus about like having a full time job as well as uh, you know like working freelance you get to choose like what kind of projects that you want to work on and uh, yeah so this is what my um, journey has been with you know being a full time artist and a visual artist i mean designer and and mm-hmm. how long has your career been so far so i would say i started as an artist in 2015 full time mhm um so i started with painting and selling i had my uh, you know facebook profile back then and that's where i used to sell my paintings and like handmade jewelry and dream catchers so yeah that was like the beginning of my artistic journey as a professional or like to even go have that as a career hmm. um yeah so i was on facebook um you know taking customized orders from people they would ask me they want a bracelet uh, done in this style 
and I would make that and like I had my paintings and I started uh, doing pop-ups as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this is what it has been. Eight, like you're nearing an eight-year career and like that's yeah. a serious that's a serious like time span. I myself have, I started working full-time in 2014, so I'm nearing nine. And then I was freelancing in 2011. So I've been mm-hmm. like freelance writing for now almost 12 years. And wow. it, 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 yeah, it's, it's kind of wild to like say it, right? Because you and I, I'm sure like we think of ourselves as young. And then you look at a career that we had. <laughs> like my career yeah. is now starting to rival my school life in length. How, how yeah. do you like process that when I tell you that you have like eight years of work experience how does that hit your ear? <laughs> you know, I'm actually processing it right now after you established this. Until then, I had not gone back and done the math. <laughs> so, I am really grateful. Like, I am super grateful and I'm really proud of myself to have, like, come this far. I, like, if you think of me in first year, I would have not thought like this I would be in this place Hmm. learning all the things that I have learned in this journey Hmm. so yeah like it's it's been a great learning I would say and you're always like going as and when like the years are passing by you're upping your game Hmm. so yeah I'm very happy I'm I'm feeling validated (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm glad I could like facilitate that for you. Um, why why illustration? Like, what drew you to um that career? So for me, right, like I realized that I wanted to be a writer full time two years after I started writing full time, and somebody made me realize it. Um, okay. And and like I was like, oh, you know, I've always wanted to be a writer. I didn't realize it, and I lucked into an adult version of the job, which was tech writing like writing documentation Mm. for tech products Uh, what was your journey to like sort of realizing hey this is what I want to do and I'm going to kind of make my living doing this yeah so uh, like I had my first existential crisis when I was doing my bachelor's in business management Ah, so I know I am dyslexic I can't study for shit. You give me theory, you give me like science and like be like, you need to write an exam, you need to write uh, stuff. I cannot do that. Hmm. So I was never into academics. It was super like, it was actually very stressful for me to like learn, go through that process of Mm -hmm. basically, you know, learning that and like reading textbooks and shit. So and at the same time, I was also like exploring in terms of drawing and painting. I really thought about it like I can make money from it. Hmm. It I was never exposed to that. Um, so in degree, when I was, uh, you know, part of the creative club and I was making po- posters and like doodles, that's when I realized, okay, like there is... And also when Facebook came. Hmm. So... 
like I was seeing many other artists, like I had access to them. So while I was seeing that and getting inspired, like it dawned on me that, you know, like I can make money with art. So that's when I was like exploring with uh, doodling and uh, illustrations and paintings. And I was like, I went to my parents. I was uh, in the second year of degree. I was like, I cannot continue uh, doing degree because I'm not interested and I cannot do that. Hmm. And they were like, no, for backup, you have to finish the degree. So I finished my degree and then moved to Bangalore. So hmm. I was uh, staying in Mysore um, and my parents are from Mysore. Um one second, the dog is barking. Is that cool? It's fine, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I moved to Bangalore and my sisters, uh, um, I have two elder sisters. Mm. I mean, older sisters and I'm the youngest one. So they were living in Bangalore at that time. And I moved to Bangalore and I was uh, painting as well as I was also into singing. So... Mm. I was taking some singing classes and uh, I mean learning and then I was in a band and along with the band I was also like exploring my art that is when I uh, started my uh, page on Facebook where I was painting and promoting myself um yeah so that's how it started with the art and after like a year of doing my Facebook uh, page and like my paintings, um, it was necessary for me to, you know, financially support myself mm-hmm. to sustain. Um, and so that's when like I started interning at this uh, firm. Uh, it was an agency. So there I got trained under the uh, senior graphic designer. Hmm. And that's when I picked up designing. So whatever design I have learned so far, it's on the job. Hmm. Uh, And yeah, so from there, I started building my design portfolio and like start applying for jobs. So right now I do visual designing. And from visual designing, I moved to illustration. And with illustrations, I also do painting. So it's like merging both design and art for me. And I still have like those stickers that I bought from you back in September, like they're still on my diary. Yeah. <laughs> Looks super cool. Yeah. I mean, it was nice to meet you back in uh, September. This is the first time we've, we're talking after that. And it always yeah. like, for me, this show kind of uh, gives a different context to the conversation just because like I have to be more formal, which generally encourages the guest to be more formal. Would you like consider yourself a formal person in like in real life or do you feel like find yourself to be a little chilled out and okay like how do you see your own personality? I am definitely like super chilled out. Uh, I'm not at all formal so sometimes I think I should learn all of these uh, skills you know where I know how to talk to certain people in a certain way because uh, I feel like I come across as too chilled out and uh, sometimes people tend to take that for granted Mm. and sometimes sometimes it's uh, 
it's just a very beautiful opportunity for the other person also to open up um that's why like i want to like facilitate that for other people to like connect heart to heart you know mm. i love meeting people and learning about their stories and experiences and if you're not friendly or open to that what's the point like you're just going to be professional and like super serious yeah i mean like i find it's it's a like there is professional polite and then there is professional cold versus like casual delightful versus casual again cold and you come across as like casual delightful to me <laughs> <laughs> so do you it was so lovely hanging out with you so me and sandita were like shit you should have been there the next day as well <laughs> because you were just like you were engaging with all the folks mm. who were coming and like seeing our art and it was super fun hanging out with you and we did do like some fun stuff as well <laughs> yeah we should hang out again sometime like if an opportunity comes up hit me up i'll, I'll come back i'm in yep. bangalore um for sure uh, I don't have a transition to the next section and I kind of already asked you about your work. When you pinged me at 7:45 I had bleach in my hair. So like okay no I Oh. Finish. <laughs> so and this like, is a new color. I mean I haven't put color yet it's just blonde but uh, like I have to because hair grows out right so every 6 months or so I have to bleach. So it was getting like kind of ugly and dirty. So I just bleached it and I'm going to color it maybe tomorrow morning. Nice. What color are you gonna put? Uh, let's see. Like generally, my safe go-to is either like half pink, half blonde, or half pink, half blue. I might actually order a new color or something. It's been a while since I've had red in my hair. I wouldn't mind going red. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I even I wanna like put color, but I don't have the balls to do it. It's like I don't want to lose my delicate hair. So I, I would say like test with a section because so like people say yeah it hurts your hair and all that but for me it's never been a problem I have very healthy hair. So like I uh, haven't experienced any particularly like increase in hair fall a little bit maybe but not uh, anything worth worrying about. Try a section of hair see if it's like too rough if it's not then you can go for it. Okay. You were saying something no I cut you off sorry. what i don't remember anymore says okay uh so if i've already asked you all the work questions i i need to figure out the introduction section better generally it's like getting the vibe of the person and then second section mm-hmm. we we talk in detail about okay this is what i've done this is how my career has been this is my relationship with money blah, blah 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 the show continues to evolve in format and i don't know why people listen but i get like 40 50 people listening i'm like okay not bad <sighs> that is awesome yeah damn 30 40 50 folks like we are inviting more people universe please thank you so much <laughs> if i can actually manage to make instagram reels and like people are asking for those you know highlight videos they just take effort mm-hmm. so it's a lot of effort to oh make oh my goodness i swear to god making reels is the most like hard working thing i have done i'm like to put one thing i have to do so much i know it's a lot of work like i've resorted to just like getting a few stock footage videos just putting a little motion on it and mm. premiere pro generates captions 
which is great. I'm like still experimenting. I released one last week. I want to do at least three this okay. week. I think like I'm not formally coming back to the show. I'm just going to find a reasonable point to cut back in into the conversation. And it's fine. Like we'll like fuck the format today. I'll just talk to you. It's nice to just talk to you. Uh, but I will ask. Um, yeah. Yeah, we are now back to the show. I will ask, um, you know, what's your relationship like with money? And the reason I ask this is because um, sometimes people take the privilege of money for granted. And I just want to understand, like, where your relationship with money is like. Yeah. So, um, I come from a very middle class family. And mm. uh, I and my sisters, we support and, like, take care of our parents. And see, like, my relationship with money, my goal right now, at least, is to basically have enough that is going to keep me secure and like my family secure or if I have to even support somebody else. Hmm. And I have been uh, in times where I'm like super broke and I can't afford anything. And there have been times where I'm like, you know, I have abundance of money as well. So hmm. it's an on and off sort of a situation with money. And obviously, like, I'm open to more money coming in always, like, with open arms, I would say. And um, I think culturally as well, we have come to a point where, you know, young folks like us, we have realized, you know, um, it's no more just like going with the flow and living. It's like you have to build your security, like you have to have your emergency funds. And all of that, you need to keep your, you know, security, like, sorted for any sort of emergency. So, I am in that phase of figuring out how I can save, how I, where I can invest and, like, what's going to come back. Yeah. yeah. So, that's what's happening. And that is my relationship with money so far. I super resonate with that because uh, up until two years ago, like as far I wasn't making enough to like I was making enough to meet my needs and my needs weren't a lot. And I was still like putting away a little bit of money every month. So it was okay. But I never felt like comfortable. Right. And I and it's only when I switched mm-hmm. jobs, I doubled my salary on the changes because of good negotiation. Like it's like full-time corporate is just about negotiating a better salary for yourself. It's not about your skill set. And I, when I when I got that increase, like after I received that first paycheck, there was this immediate like exhale. Like I felt so secure because I was like, this is more money that I'm gonna than I'm gonna need, right? Mm. And and since 2015, yeah. like I maintained a habit of putting away 50% of my salary, but now mm. to see that 50% be like really big. Since then, like just the pressure that has gone off, like that makes me realize yeah. just how much tension I had as far as like feeling financial. Yeah. So I hope Absolutely. that happens for you um, too. Yes, please. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, you know, anything. So it also gives you the freedom of tomorrow like taking up any sort of a risk tomorrow if you want to like change your career like if you want to go do something else 
that is actually going to help you like you will be able to afford lessons or even time for yourself hmm. to you know learn that skill set yeah and like it that, it sort of it's understated just sorry i cut you off it's understated how um like how your personality just because you're more comfortable right so your financial security then bleeds into your physical health your mental health your social yeah. health and everything it just makes you a better person because you're not you don't have like one fear yeah yeah sorry you were saying yeah that's what you're not in that survival mode anymore you know like you are in that ease and like going and just enjoying life also there is this hippie side of me that is like why does money exist and <laughs> you know going against capitalism and but the reality is this is what it is it's yeah. not going to take just one person's you know uh, one person being a rebel and like saying i don't want money you need if you need to sustain you need it yes and sense of maturity to... that comes with like being in your 20s and having to yeah you still in your 20s right i am 29 yeah. close to 30 <laughs> Are you looking forward to it? Are uh, you scared? Yes. I am like looking super forward to it. I feel like I'm in my prime age where there's so much clarity and also this confidence that I can go do anything I want. Yeah. It's just like very liberating. I am I can understand myself better now. I am in more tune with myself hmm. more than ever. So life is exciting. Yeah, I turned 30 last year and it it's been great. It's actually been yeah. really just minus the joint pain. Yes. <laughs> uh, so like yeah. What advice would you give to your like 20 year old self? like just in the last 9 years what have you learned give me like three things hmm. <laughs> uh what did i tell my 20 year old self hmm. so see like i can think of <laughs> i can think of very uh, you know business wise strategic go for it sort of a thing so i would tell like tell my 20 year old self that dude listen shut the fuck up and like see where the trend is going and like see how social media is shaping um you know everybody's lives hmm. so take advantage of that like get on that train uh i would tell that to my 20 year old self because right now i have reached a stage where i'm like oh my god i have to promote myself on social media do this do that Hmm. um if i was smart about it back then i would uh, by now probably have like fully taken advantage of the social media growing and like promoting yourself as an artist and, and probably have a team of my own right now so that is a possibility so i feel i got onto the train pretty late hmm. um second uh actually just this um otherwise i don't really have 
much to tell my 20 year old self because i feel i i know like how it has shaped me and like i have become what i am right now because of that so i wouldn't like change yeah and, and you're satisfied with how everything's going so yeah it, it's interesting you know like it i i in normal life you hear right like people aren't satisfied people are struggling and this and that and every time i talk to somebody on this show i i, I guess the environment becomes such where most everybody says yeah i'm satisfied with my life i don't have too many regrets you know unless like something major happened sure but mostly like yeah people are satisfied how like i but we know like the world is hell it's like it's capitalist yeah. bullshit in a world that doesn't make sense what anchors you to be like yeah it's okay with i'm i'm doing okay i'll be okay oh my god so i am going through existentialism throughout like it's a constant feeling for me all right mm-hmm. i am really like myself in surprise every single time i go through this i'm like how am i inside this fucking physical body like as a spirit and going through all of these experiences whereas like that is going to come i am going to go and once i die i'm not go- going to remember shit about this yeah i don't even know where i'm going to go so now i am like telling this to myself and like, like easing out my anxiety and like all the pressure mm-hmm. uh, that dude listen you're going to die and focus on your reality every single person every being on this planet and like universe is going through their own you know experience uh, and lives so like don't try to make your reality get altered by somebody else's like just go through your own life's experience as it is unfolding Hmm. so that is what i am you know going and like doing right now this is what i'm teaching myself and like internalizing <clears throat> yeah what did you ask i, I, I know like forgot. we've gone like super existential but i think um, the cliche way of saying what you've just said is uh, live in the moment live in the present right like you're saying live your reality um yeah Okay, let me think of what what else I want to ask you. How long have we been talking? We've been talking thirty six minutes. Not bad. Can you could you tell like it was thirty six minutes? No, I couldn't. It's been super fun. Do you draw for fun anymore, or like illustrating for work has kind of killed the hobby for you? Um, I do draw for fun. Um, and. what again like uh, like i said the advice i would give my 20 year old self about social media so i was in that uh, place where i was painting and drawing for you know putting it up on instagram and like getting likes and shit then <clears throat> then i realized like i just couldn't continue doing it it did not feel authentic mm. um so i did come back to the place where i started doing art for fun for myself 
Mm-hmm. And now also I don't uh, feel the need to put it out there. Whatever I do, like sometimes I just keep it to myself. And when I feel like putting it out there and I think I should take it forward, I do it. Um, because it is also hectic. Yeah. Um, I have a full-time job and once I'm back from home, like my mind is exhausted. But uh, this year... Uh, um i'm going to be doing producing more of like you know paintings because mm-hmm. last year my focus was to go and do pop ups right so um i feel like with pop ups i'm going to like ease off this year and then explain you know, pop up for the audience now. Hey, sorry explain pop up so, the- yeah so pop ups are basically when there is an event or like yeah event and like a community meetings or whatever you um get to sell your stuff to them and you have like your pop up store which is uh, you know um just for that event so i go around like exhibiting and like exhibiting my artworks and selling my prints and stickers um taking part in these events and just like me there are a lot of other artists and bakers and food section and everything yep okay so like a stall or a exhibition or like basically yeah yeah and how long have you been around stalls like i'm asking this just because i've been around stalls all my life um mm-hmm. when i was younger we used to have this christmas festival in calcutta uh called the fun yeah. fiesta it was like a group in our community and we used to like put up a game stall every year um oh wow and just like go around and playing other games it was a carnival essentially um so yeah. i, I kind of love i kind of love like you know the stage environment the stall sales environment you saw me that day like just like being able to talk yeah yeah um i love that because it's so much fun <laughs> Yeah, you were super natural that day. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> we need you here with us." Experience. Uh, so I see. This is where you get it from. Yeah, like just throughout my life, I've been on stage and I've been around like stalls and stuff. When I was in college, I was freelancing with the event company. So like, I would go to kids' mm. birthday parties, weddings, and all that, and be like a performer there. Oh wow! We had a sorry. Well, we had a stalls like we used to run stalls for them, like knickknacks and gifts, mm. and like just engagement for the guests, those sort of things. Uh, do you oh, enjoy cool. that environment, that pop up environment, or like was it just a necessity for you? Uh, I enjoy the pop up environment. Um, I'm just like it's a super fun space to be in mm-hmm. because you have like. many other artists like you and just like sitting and chilling with them and meeting people and understanding their point of view and like how they resonate with your work what do they like what do they don't what do they associate this with you know it's very rewarding and like validating and also it's super super fun i love like i know like i am a social person so i love meeting people and uh, yeah it's just happy and and i'm just like uh, 
so initially i was like okay i need to go make money but then like i started enjoying it so much i was like i just want to be there and like have fun like meet other artists and chill so like anytime i go for pop ups and like i'm putting a stall that's usually my intention to just go have fun mhm and meeting people <clears throat> yeah i haven't yeah. been able to like go myself for a while because i <clears throat> sorry i don't have my own uh, stuff to sell yet i wonder if i should like just write a couple of small books and you know like like prints just sell them and mm-hmm. come to like a pop up but you said you didn't want to focus on pop ups this year instead you want to like focus on social media yeah so like not uh, yeah not just social media uh, but mostly producing more work so i feel like this year is going to be more of like uh, you know isolating myself and just letting out all the creative energy because i have a bunch of ideas mm. now like pre production is done i need to like get into production basically. what can i what can <laughs> i expect from you in the like near future so you can expect um a few paintings um i have been like hopefully exhibition um and uh, yeah so i have been working on uh, you know like i write down my dreams whatever mm-hmm. i see and i am also like, like a very visual person so i keep getting visions um anytime whatever like if we are speaking about something and that triggers something i basically make a mental note and then like sit and work on it <clears throat> so yeah i have a bunch of visions that i want to like you know paint so i'm yeah. working on them yep you have an idea diary right yeah, yeah. i do <laughs> i i don't know any creative person like writer artist whatever who does not have a idea log i have an idea log obviously and yeah. like um, for sure this is a good piece of advice for anybody listening who wants to do more art but doesn't they keep an idea log like that's how you kind of break through your uh, writer's block or artist block or whatever you want to call it it's not real by the way is artist block real or is it not real it is real for sure um in what way so there are times when i can't think of anything mm-hmm. like and <clears throat> basically when i say artist block creativity block whatever it is called um it's not just uh, you know like this mental thing it is also about your physical health sometimes mm. your body is asking for rest yeah and and when you don't feel and your body does not feel like producing that work it does not feel like it so just yeah. give it some time just ease out and even your brain needs to take a break you're not a machine to keep constantly like producing work or like thinking it's okay you're in this physical body you're going through like this human thing just go through it but if your block is for more than 
a year to then like yeah do work on it <laughs> you know get help or think about that, it that's such a generous <laughs> generous window two years <laughs> For writers, like you have three days to break through your block. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Also, it is because physically you're going through life-altering experiences, and you need to go through that experiences to produce something. Yeah, and and I wouldn't like I wouldn't begrudge anybody like for health reasons if you're blocked. That's fine. I mean, more like people who say like I don't have ideas. And like, of course you do. You just haven't written them down or you're pre-filtering. Right? You're, you're deciding beforehand yeah. that an idea is not good enough. That's what you're doing. So like for me, writer's block doesn't exist. I, I write every day. So like for me, mm-hmm. writer's block doesn't exist. But for somebody who doesn't write every day, I can understand. Or for somebody who doesn't draw every day. Um, do you... Sorry, I lost my chain of thought. I, I didn't have a question there. Shit. I'm so, getting... Um. Yeah, I wanted to tell something. I forgot. Damn. <laughs> uh, I wanted to add something to. Yeah, this is what I wanted to tell. Mm-hmm. The thing is, um, a lot of us go take this pressure that okay if i'm doing some art or like writing something it needs to be good like the audience whoever like views it or consumes it has to like find it good but you need to understand that your creative energy is basically a very playful energy and it does not need anybody's validation and all this validation that is there is a standard set by another human being or a culture. Hmm. If you don't fit in there, you don't have to fit in. You are good enough like producing whatever you're producing. So I feel like people should just start viewing things more like it's a play and just do it for their own happiness than doing it for, you know, oh, they should like it. I should be good at it. No, just be like, yeah, I'm feeling this and let me just do it. Whether it is shit or good. And if you continue doing it, you will obviously get good. There is no other way. You you can't go bad, like, you know, constantly doing it. Yeah. How long did it take you to get to this level of acceptance of all of this that you've just said? It has taken me eight years of my artistic journey. Eight years? Oh my God, you're such a (laughs) (laughs) Because you did the math and you told me (laughs) about the eight years thing. Thanks to you. This is blowing your mind. Uh, Oh God. Wow. Like my mom must be so proud of me. I'm so wise. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you send us a show where it comes out and let's see how often like you know honestly like it, again it's just about creating a good space for people to this is what i meant right like a lot of people unfortunately don't introspect and often my questions are mm. like things that require you to introspect hold on Pe- peanut wants to go outside you have just one cat i have two cats <laughs> So lovely. Cats are the best. I love them. Do you have any pets yourself? 
Yeah, I have a cat in Mysore and a dog. Nice. We haven't gotten a dog yet because parents are starting to age, and I'm not going to take care of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is uh, some work it's literally like a baby honestly like, <laughs> cats fir bhi like they can manage themselves dogs god <laughs> boy they are like super needy yeah are you living alone in bangalore you're living with somebody your sisters oh uh, no i live alone here Okay, I guess in that case you're not going to get yourself a pet. No, though yep. there are people like I. I have a friend who has a dog, and it's just her and her dog in in the house. Mm. I also met somebody called Rekha from like Oracle. She had fourteen mm. dogs. She had like what? Yeah, on earth. <laughs> and I went oh when I was looking into pets for myself. I went to her place to see if I could adopt one. Essentially, right. and so 14 dogs it was it was basically her life and she was happy yeah it's so crazy right like how damn people have all sorts of different lives it's so fascinating yeah i, I cannot I, imagine i cannot imagine the yep. dedication it requires right like do you think you're dedicated towards something as much as rekha is towards her 14 dogs <laughs> outside of her career outside of her outside of her career because she had a career as well oh my god um i definitely know like art is it's not going to go out of me i will mm. never stop doing that so it, it is for sure that otherwise uh Oh my god I don't have anything else vibe <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting right it's interesting because uh, I use the word side project when I ask people the question like who are you what do you do what is your current side project and the reason I call it side project is because people receive it in two different ways some people receive it as hobbies things I do to get away from work and some people view it as what else am I doing to make money or you know like a hustle So you very much took it as a hustle. Do you have any hobbies, or do you have nothing? So I do skateboard, and nice. uh, otherwise, what else do I do? It's mostly just making art, and it's not just uh, because I had to take it up as a hustle. It is just that it keeps coming out of me, and I it's I enjoy doing it. so yeah. much that i just feel like doing that and otherwise also like i'm uh, the best procrastinator probably on your show so <laughs> uh, i swear like i am uh, just doing random shit at random times uh it it i mean i also still procrastinate but sometimes like i've gotten to a point where things have just fallen into place as far as procrastination is concerned so like you know the the show i i love doing the interview with people i love talking to people i hate the mm. editing man is so it's so painful <laughs> like if i was going to hire somebody i was going to hire an editor and i might actually have to do that if if i want the show to grow uh um, yeah it's like 
it takes way too much effort i don't know why i started talking about this no it's okay i get what you're saying it's yeah. the same thing for me uh ah, i wish like some right 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 yeah so i was trying to say that uh, basically i do the show on tuesday mornings like i'll edit on tuesday morning and it goes out tuesday afternoon so okay so like today morning was just me editing the episode that went out today and by the end of it i i get ready to tear my hair out just because it's so much effort like there's so mm. many steps i made a checklist and it's like 20 steps um but each week it, it gets easier and each week i want to tear out my hair a little bit less and i'm like okay i'm getting like i'm getting yeah. better it's i this mentality of getting better having the patience to get better i think is integral to an artist right what what advice would you give to somebody who wants to be an artist but doesn't have the courage to like sit down and practice i would definitely say that first get your intention right you are basically doing art because it is coming out of you very naturally so give yourself that you know space make that space for yourself sit and just do it and if at a certain uh time you feel like okay i'm ready to take it out and like show it to other people like putting it out there then mm. start doing that so until then just explore you don't have to do anything like you you don't have to go put it up in galleries and like do your best show of your life immediately just be in that space and explore and like play first start doing that and then you will start gaining confidence because like i said there is no going back with growth it's always like more you practice it keeps growing 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 and you cannot get bad at it <laughs> no matter what so this is what i have learned even i was like uh, you know i i was uh, sometimes very frustrated because for me to start finding my style like mm-hmm. figure out what my style is and you know what is my niche it took me this while so things keep unfolding and when you're sketching and you're just like mindlessly doing it without any pressure like you will so this is how i landed my uh, you know style so mm-hmm. i was like randomly like just scribbling and then i just drew a face and mm-hmm. that just like became my you know identity i'm exploring it now so it's like when you're doing it mindlessly without any pressure you will you you will be surprised by what you're going to find in the sketchbook so just do it like just go play i, I would think, ask that i think that's a good enough point where again like fuck the format i'm just going to stop the show uh guys thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoyed that very introspective conversation and i'm now going to go talk to my friend uh, friend without the pain of recording a show or like being formal okay thank you so much for listening yeah. bye krupa <laughs> thank you